Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Whatever your story is, welcome to episode 125 of My Runner's Mind. This is a podcast that shows you how to take the chore, both physically and mentally, out of your runs so you can run with more joy. You ready? So I'm coming to you today from wintry Wyoming. I mean, seriously, the other day, two days ago, I was running in shorts and... We actually thought we were just going to get a dusting, but we ended up with two to three inches and it's freezing on top of that. Wasn't quite prepared for that. So I'm not kidding when I say that today's episode can transform your running experience. I know it has for me and what I'm sharing here today is what I show everybody who works with me in my workshops and at my retreats. So today's all about the core and why Understanding proper core engagement is so important, not just if you're a runner, but if you're a walker, which you definitely are. Before learning this, I used to have achy hips all the time, and it wasn't even while I was running, but throughout the day, especially in the morning, you know, after you wake up. And so when I think about it, actually, when I was 40, and this is before I started running, When I was 40, I was pretty convinced, and I don't say this as a way of exaggerating, really. I was pretty convinced I needed hip replacements because my hips just ached constantly all day long. My chiropractor and my physical therapist were both saying that it was hip bursitis. And so we would always look for stretches to help alleviate the pain, but it never really went away. And I think I probably all, I mean, I know that I did strength training also and all the glute exercises and all that, but it just never, never went away. And I had it when I also started running and it was, I didn't feel it so much when I was running. It was almost numbing the achiness, but I definitely had it afterwards. And especially, like I said, in the mornings. So that was until I learned a very important skill that I'll tell you guys about. I'll explain to you how to do it on the podcast today, which is how to level your pelvis. So once I learned to level my pelvis and engage my core as I move, it reduced all the achiness. It eliminated it, I should say. It was that dramatic. It eliminated it because it reduced all the extraneous motion that I was making when I was walking and running. And just hang in there because I'll explain more about this. Now, 
It was interesting after I decided what this week's podcast was going to be about. I noticed an email from my runner's world, not my runner's world, but runner's world. And one of the articles that they featured was how to engage your core and how it plays into running. You know how you want to focus on something, you see it everywhere. Now, we all know the importance of a strong core. When I was 40 and remember having hip bursitis, I had a strong core, but I didn't know how to use it properly for movement. It's not like you want to walk around tensing and crunching your core as you're walking, right? Or running, of course. So really, in order to engage your core, as I will talk to you guys about, but as the article also mentions, posture is the key. But let me ask you this. Do you know if and when you're in good posture? It's hard to know if if you don't know how to feel it in your body, if you don't know some little steps to take you through to know that, well, this means I'm in good posture. But that's what I'm going to be talking to you guys about today. And this is why I'm resharing my episode on core engagement. Because once I learned how to level my pelvis, I was able to engage my core the right way. And guess what happened then? My bursitis in both hips went away. I know, it's incredible. It really, really is. If you've ever had hip bursitis and you've dealt with recurrent hip bursitis, you'll understand. It's so painful. And stretching just does not help it. Over the weekend, I taught an in-person chi walking workshop and teaching the students how to level their pelvis so they can engage their core was one of the things I enjoy the most because so many of us, especially women, when we walk, we sway sideways a little bit, right? I mean, you can think about the kind of what a catwalk would look like, you know, the um, on the runway. So once I eliminated that sway, at least drastically reduced it because of course it's a work in progress continually. Everything, and I mean everything, changed. So the episode is about 10 minutes long. And if you're able to follow along and do the different exercises I share, you can change how running feels going forward. Of course, if you're driving, you'll have to come back to it, but make sure you do. It's that valuable to your running and your joy of running. So I hope you enjoy it. And I would love to get feedback from you on what this feels like once you try and start implementing it. Today, we're talking about core power and running. Running from my core was not something I used to necessarily pay attention to prior to chi running at all, in fact. But using this technique helps me get into my body and find strength in the moment, as well as aligning my body to make running less effortful. In today's form focus, we'll be talking about engaging the core when you run, because this will help you maintain good posture. And maintaining good posture while running is crucial in preventing injury and running with more ease. If your core is engaged, you'll have less extraneous movement, which is more efficient, and you won't be as prone to overuse 
injuries. Back in episode 64, I talked about posture. If you haven't listened, you can go back and listen. But basically, you'll remember that in chi running, we focus on two types of alignment. There's directional alignment, which is basically having as many body parts moving in the same direction that we're headed. So think your feet and your arms, your shoulders. And postural alignment, which is what supports us when we walk and run. And core engagement, as you might have predicted, falls under postural alignment. We've talked about straightening our posture by way of lifting at the crown of our head, thereby feeling the spine lengthening. As I mentioned, go back and listen to episode 64. But in doing so, everything stacks nicely, and our skeletal system is then supporting our weight rather than our muscles. Lifting from the crown of the head lightens our step and creates an upward force. And so by connecting to our posture, we're literally running lighter, not heavier when we run. And so this is why that's important, right? As we lift from the crown of the head, we engage our lower abs, also known as we engage our core. This muscle group helps our postural alignment as we fall forward in chi running because it stabilizes the torso during walking and running. And don't get me wrong, it's, when I say we engage our lower abs, it's not that we're doing crunches while we're running at all. Not at all. And if you're not sure, if you know how to engage your core without lying flat on the floor and doing crunches, try this exercise. It's called sit up in your chair. And I'll walk you through it real quick. So sit in a chair, any chair with a back. Start by sitting in your best posture, meaning don't touch the backrest. You should feel your heart over your pelvis, your head over your heart. And notice what this feels like in your body. It's called body sensing when you notice what it feels like. Next, relax and then lean back against the back of the chair. Relax the entire upper body as you do this. And then notice what this feels like in your body. Now, very slowly, return to your best posture. And then feel which muscles are working to pull your body into an upright position. It will be your lower abs. Repeat these three steps several times and commit the motion to memory and commit the feeling to memory. Because then next what you want to do is taking this to a standing position. Allow your posture as you're standing up to slump a little. You'll notice your hips will shift forward probably and your shoulders back. So now all you have to do is just pretend you're sitting up in your chair like you just practiced. And notice how your abs engage to stack your shoulders over your hips. So this is what you want to commit to memory so you can take it with you on the road. So you can check in a mirror to see how your posture looks. Simply standing sideways to a full-length mirror if you have access to one. And what you're aiming for is a vertical line from shoulders to hips to ankles. Use a full-length mirror like I mentioned. Or have another runner or a family member check you from the side. And then just make corrections as needed. If you notice your hips are too far forward, repeat the sit up in your chair exercise, meaning sit up straighter, right? Left from the crown of your head. If you notice on the other hand that your back is overarched, meaning your chest is pushed out, 
try to relax your shoulders instead and get into that good posture stance. Okay, so why all this talk about good posture? Well, it'll literally help you feel less tired because your movements are more efficient and it'll reduce your risk of injuries because you won't have as many extraneous movements. And what do I mean by that? Well, I'm going to give you three exercises that you can try so you can experience for yourself how the engagement of your core brings stability to your body, especially your hips. And these three exercises blew my mind when I first tried them. So the first one is called the white shift exercise. So basically, stand with your feet together and relax your core to begin with. Don't put yourself into a good posture stance. Just relax your core. Second, shift your weight from one foot to the other. You don't have to lift your feet, really. Just kind of shift your weight, right? And you might want to put your hands on your hips and then feel your pelvis. You're going to feel your pelvis swaying from side to side. You can imagine almost like a supermodel walking down the runway. Now, third, now you want to align your posture by lifting at the crown of your head and engaging your core like you've been practicing. Now, try to shift your weight from one foot to the other. What you'll notice is that by engaging your lower abs, it noticeably reduces the sideways sway, right? And this is exciting because it protects you from IT band and lower back pain when you're out running. Literally, by engaging your core, you're reducing the extraneous movements that over time, with all the movement, all the miles that we log on the road as runners, causes, aggravates your IT band, your lower back, right? So the second exercise I want you to try, and again, it's by engaging your core, is one that will help you check your front to back alignment. This one is called the flop over exercise. So first, start by having your feet hip width apart and relax your core. Just like don't get into a good posture stance just yet. Just notice when we're not tuned into our posture, what we naturally do. So relax your core and then flop over at the waist. So in yoga term, this would be a forward fold, right? You're not touching the ground, but you, it's just a forward fold, like a, you're making the number seven almost, almost, right? And notice how easily you can do this, how easily you flopped over when your core was relaxed. Now, instead, get into good posture, engage your core, Put your hands on your lower abdomen and cough a couple of times if you're not sure. And you'll notice, though, that your core is engaged when you do that. Now, try to flop over again. Try to get into that forward fold. And you'll notice that you can't. When your core is engaged, your posture will stay aligned even as you fall forward a little bit, right? This is great news for us. Literally, engaging our core helps us keep our st structural alignment intact, right? The last exercise, which will require a partner to try out, will show you how your body weight is supported by the alignment of your posture and not by your muscles. 
So have your partner stand behind you about a half an arm's length behind you. Relax your posture and have your partner then pull, put their hands on your shoulders and pull down on your shoulders by placing their hands palm down on your shoulders, right? And then just kind of gently push down. And more than likely, you'll notice that your hips will move forward slightly as they pull down, right? They can literally pull you out of alignment, right? Because remember, you're not in good posture just yet. So you'll notice that. And like I said, you'll probably notice that your hips will slide forward a little bit. Now, engage your core, right? By lifting from the crown of your head and and have your partner pull down on your shoulders again and see what happens. I bet you, you'll, you'll notice that you're a lot more solid in your posture. So keeping a line posture and, and an engaged core, by doing that, we're maintaining structural support for the body. So now that you've done it on two legs, take it to one leg, the one-legged posture stance, which is really what running is. Running is a one-legged activity. So pick your right heel up while maintaining good posture. Hold and switch legs, pick your left heel up and repeat. Memorize this feeling because this is what you'll want to tune into when you run. So do it over and over again in good posture, right? You want to feel what this feels like so that you you can connect to this feeling again when you're out running. Because being in good posture is not a set and forget it activity when you go running nothing none of these techniques are set and forget it it's something we continually implement as we're out running right we tune in we body sense as i mentioned in another episode also body sense how is my body feeling right now how is my posture feeling how are my feet feeling how's my arm swing doing stuff like that it's not Well, just get it into gear and then forget about it for the entire run. It takes care of it by itself. Obviously, it won't. So if you feel that today's episode was helpful, but you'd like to learn more, I invite you to listen to episode 64. You don't know what you don't know. Posture and form focus is the name of it. Before I sign off, I really just want to stress the importance of the material of this episode today, because in my mind, it has to do with how you experience your run, right? So in my runs, I employ my form focus in two ways. I employ it as a skill that helps me run with more efficiency and to also reduce my chances of injury long-term. I just, I, I use these skills preventatively, right? But secondly, I employ these techniques to overcoming something in the moment also, such as fatiguing, for instance. As I mentioned earlier, I'll drop into posture again and my core, if I notice that I'm fatiguing, because it literally creates, it lightens the load, it literally creates the experience of an upward force instead of this heavy downward pull. So helps me lessen the load and run lighter. And in my mind, it's so empowering having these skills in my runner's tool belt of tricks when I'm out there running, right? 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I'm going to leave a link for five episodes that you can listen to if you'd like to get more into these running form focuses. They'll be in the show notes. And from this podcast, there are episodes 64, 74, 77, and 81. Now, do you have questions about your running form? Would you like to discuss you're running for him with somebody. Do you notice any particular aches as you're running? If so, send me an email with the subject line running form. I'll respond and we can connect. Before I let you go, I'm going to put a bug in your ear. If you'd like to elevate your running experience, consider joining me from one of our 2024 mindful running retreats out here in Wyoming. Make sure to click on the link in the show notes to find more information about the dates and how to get on the wait list. So before I wrap it up, runner friend, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a fellow runner who you think might also find it inspiring and helpful. My goal is to help as many women transform their runs from a chore to a joy. Run well, be well, runner friend. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world just one run at a time.